Hello and welcome to Super Fantastic Terrific. My name's Russ Turley. I'm actually Brad Schellen this time. And I am still Andy Wenger. That's true. We, we, you've been quite a few characters think, in the last couple of... Yeah, I decided, you know, uh, you might not even think I'm on the show because I never <laughs> let them know that. So oh, Yeah, man. so uh, welcome back to the show. And we are really kind of a freeform show today. We've got uh, some... Um, some best dad and in, in best dads in movies. Well, here's the thing. Is that what, well, where, now, where does now, topic here's come the thing, from? Right. So we all take turns coming up with topics. So and I was thinking like, what's a good topic? And and we've done a lot, guys. It, the topics are getting smaller and smaller. But then I thought to myself that the favorite part of a lot of sitcoms and the favorite part of a lot of movies that I have loved is the father, right? Like, I don't know, family, the dad on Family Ties, one of the, Michael Gross was one of oh, these of course, guys. Yes. I mean, the dad on the Brady Bunch, dude, you know, dads, here's the thing, man, when Hollywood tries to show a shootout, they get it wrong. When Hollywood tries to show a romance, they pretty much get it wrong, but when Hollywood... Well, you, according to Russell, he... Right. But when Hollywood tries to show the folly of being a dad, they nail it. They get it with both barrels every time. And it occurred to me, so what is it about being a dad that enables people to make movies where they nail the dad characters down more so than moms? Hmm. More so than moms. I see a lot of moms in movies, and I go, I don't. They, believe they go to the stereotypes right away for moms, right? But and the, right. dads, they get they get some genuine reaction. Right. I think that's the thing. They're just they seem real like, oh, like that my dad did that too. And I think right. that's where a lot right. of it comes from right. because maybe as men we're like, you know, cause I know I'm like I'll, I'll say some bizarre stuff to my kids, you know, just Oh, to, absolutely. Just making an impression, yeah. you know, like just trying to get through to them right. like this is what you need to do or right. be like or don't do. Right. And so I'll make up some do some bizarre things. Right. And I think that comes across it's kind of the same as movies, maybe. Well, right, because as a dad, you try to tell everyone the right thing. You try and uh, give people advice, and they don't listen to you, and they do what they want anyway. And, and then you get exasperated, and then everyone tells you to calm down. You are you know, and it's just... I'm calm. Right, right. And then, the more I thought about it, though, Russell, calm. I thought, well, immediately I went to, well, funny dads, yeah. top five funny dads, and then I went, well, wait a minute. There's been all kinds of great dads yeah. in different roles, and they've been presented uh, just... In a fantastic way in a lot of these movies. And I think we're going to have different lists again because we didn't really restrict it on what makes a great movie dad. Like right. whether he's actually like a great dad like, or he's like, just a great movie dad. Like, yeah. the dad. like the dad from Pretty in Pink. Yeah. Right? Like was this kind of pathetic character. What was the name of that actor? He's so good. I don't know, but he, he was. But is he a great movie dad? He, he was. He was very. He just didn't even get it. Like you're mad. Your sister's getting married. Right. Or, like, right. No. But he was loving towards his he daughter and very, stuff like yes. that, and got and got her the dress or whatever, and and so it just kind of opened my eyes to like, wow, there's been a lot of different types of dads. And I and there. I've got not a, just funny. And I've got a mix on my list. Some Me of too. them are too. the great dads, like the best dad possible, and some right. of them are the dads that are trying to be the best right. dad possible, yep. but they're not really that mm, good dad. See, so I went for, I was going for more of the, just, just, I seemed like, uh, iconic, like, good dads, like, yeah. understanding yeah. and like, just oh, really oh, kind so, of in line with your romantic emotional comedies. Yeah. You're picking emotionally adjusted. 
maybe, dude, that's maybe, cool. Maybe so it, it's a little bit. Oh, uh, excellent! So, so, mixed, see, so. so this turned out fantastic. Yeah, oh, I got excited when you gave right. this topic. I, got, I immediately had my top three, Good. like set in stone. But, but, but it's five. You have five. I do right. have five now. Yes, right. Right. I, I struggled on the fifth one because I couldn't figure out who to put in. There. I I redid my list a couple times, and I'm not and I'm not going to do the oh you know. 5A, B, and C. I'm just going right. to actually pick one. <laughs> right. Number five. But no, you brought, you brought up a good Prime. thing about the movie Moms. Because like, if you think about it, I can't really think of many off the top of my head. Not, but not. I just saw a trailer yesterday for a movie called Bad Moms. That looks it's funny. Out. It looks that funny. That looks funny. Yeah, I've seen that. Mm. Yeah. And and believe me, man, if we do a, do the moms yeah. episode, there are plenty of funny movie moms. I'm sure out we'll there. come up with them. Um, you know, and then you've got crazy movie moms like Diane Ladd from Wild at Heart, where she's uh, the mother to Laura Dern. Oh, you know, yeah. that's yeah. a great example of a off the wall crazy mom. But this is about dads. But first, old business guys. Oh, old business. Old business. Old business. What's the old business? The old business? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I what heard the we old... got a uh, message, guys, this, this, this week. Here. A romantic comedy related message. Okay, so anyway, our last podcast we did romantic comedies, and I thought that we did a pretty good job of uh, having a little something in there for everybody. But I think I thought that Meg Ryan probably popped up on our list the most. Way more. Right? Uh, yeah. So no one was more surprised than me when I went to the super fantastic, terrific answering machine and the light was blinking. I turned it on and uh, it was Miss Meg Ryan. And indeed, oh, she's a wow. fan of the show. And I... I'm not sure how she got the, the number. Um, but I might need to take out a restraining order because she was not happy. Ooh. She wasn't so happy. She wasn't happy. She and ranked just, highly on our list. She really? ranked highly on. I think she your was guy. on my number one, number two. I mean, it was. Yeah, Russell basically had like a love affair it, going I, on. Really? With her. Well, and, and I. Uh, so look, I'm still guys, leaving that open, Miss Miss Ryan. Now, now, like now, listen. This is obscenity lace, and so Brad, Ooh, I'm going to need your, your hand over the dump button, please, because you're going to have to hit it like button? five or six yeah. times at least. Anyway, middle of the night, answering machine goes off. This is this is what I hear. on the elevator one. Oh, that was like several episodes well, back. But she's a well, we, fan. She's, she's a listener. Wow, she's wow. a fan. You know what? It's and always so. the most passionate fans that you yeah. get these kind of uh, voicemails But I just from. don't see yeah. where her anger's coming from. It's not like we left her off the list. It's not like we Sean well, Connery her. she was pissed that she was on the same list as Drew Barrymore, and I don't really know what that even means, yeah. dude. Hopefully next uh, time yeah. we can get Miss Barrymore's side of it. Maybe there was Maybe a Maybe they were both in rehab something. together or something. That's hot. So anyway, yeah. So that's... That's the old business, but are, is the is the Disneyland Minute old business or new business or Disney, why? We didn't do a Disneyland Minute. Disneyland. We have a Star Wars. We have a Star Wars Minute. Well, let me hear your Star Wars Minute, man. Star Wars Minute. Pew. 
I didn't really want to go through and list a bunch of things that really fast this time. I thought we should take just a couple seconds to talk about the Rogue One trailer and what your thoughts were on the Rogue One trailer. It's out now, and tomorrow is... May the fourth be with you. Oh my! So tomorrow oh, is yes. like Star Wars Day. There could be a lot more news hitting. Of course, the day after I, we do a podcast. I can't believe you just said that. But may the fourth be with you. That's yeah, a thing. It's, it's a thing. It's Star an Wars Day. Thing. Wow. I know. So okay. I, I had an Obi Wan Kenobi robe here for quite a while. I had to return it before May fourth, so Why? the they owner of that robe you? could wear it, could wear it, to it for his, Star Wars uh, his work. Ah, yeah. oh, jeez, man. Now Rogue One is that? Is this the Han Solo movie? No, Rogue One the... is the new, the newest movie that will be coming out in December. Ah, so it's already like right around the corner and we were waiting waiting for a trailer or something for this because we'd gotten the Force Awakens trailer way before Force Awakens came out. But they strategically waited till literally a couple days after um, Force Awakens Blu-ray had hit. So basically after all of the marketing for Force Awakens was done, everybody yeah. in America owned it. Sure. Then they dropped the un- unbeknownst, just like it was on Good Morning America or something. Right. They, they yeah. premiered it. Right. Then, of course, it hit the internet and went crazy. Okay, so what are the shots in this trailer that are driving you wild, buddy? Honestly, I wasn't as excited about this one as I was the other one. And I've heard a lot of other people like really are, but um, the one scene that really looked cool was at the very end when they're like running out of some bunker or like running across the sand dunes like almost on a beach, and you see the shot of these like, you know... Adats. Oh, bitch! Just like yeah. oh, that that shot was like awesome. bringing bringing back the old hardware. Yeah, yeah. but they, they they had to do. I mean, the original Force Awakens teaser, uh, well, teaser trailer or whatever, yeah, was much more like images and like just getting you excited with images. And this one, they have to set up mm. kind of more what the story's going to be because. Otherwise, the average person is going to be confused and going, why is Luke not in this trailer? Why is Luke not in this movie? Yeah. They pretty much have to establish this is like a separate thing. So this trailer kind of set up more of the story of what it's going to be about. Okay. And it's basically the stealing of the Death Star plans before um, A New Hope. It's like a, 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 a bunch oh, of people it's, get together. Oh, it's how the Rebels came by those plans. How the Rebels Son got the gun, Death dude. Star plans. I mean, this is like taking a, t- like a one-line... Thing at the uh, beginning uh, of the crawl, uh, yeah, one line of the movie, you know, and, that's brilliant. And making a whole movie out of it, yeah. I mean, this can go on forever. Yes, yeah. yeah. It's 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 so amazing. Yes, it's. I've it's always wondered how they got those plans. Dude. And the girl that's the lead, um, she she looks like she's gonna be pretty kick ass in it. It's Felicity Jones. Wait, I'm not well, but with the girl from the the new one, yeah, the one, the girl in the new yeah, one, yeah. she's, she's like, the oh, that's character. Felicity Jones, yeah, oh yeah, she's okay. she's. Great. And then they had some like a samurai dude. He's like some famous like kung fu guy that was taking out stormtroopers with a kind stick. Nunchucks? No, no, no. Let me guess, like lightsaber nunchucks, dude. That he can hold because he's no got lightsabers. Because I don't think this movie even has Jedi's in it. Oh, what? Well, it's a non. It's going to be like a non Jedi star. It's more. It's huh. when I went to the um, Star Wars celebration thing and I saw the panel on this. It was basically presented like more. It's like more like a Star Wars war. Movie. I was just about to say, you know what? I'm all right with that whole no yeah. Jedi thing, dude, and minimal force. Stuff, well, other than know. Vader, well, well, Vader well, ta- might be taking out the uh, the mystical out yeah. of that. Make, make, make some more like. Maybe it felt like a, maybe feel a little more like a Firefly, yeah, like a Serenity, you know, just kind of a ooh, yeah. you know, straight like space up western, action. you know, yeah. shoot them up, right? So, oh, I, 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 it's been a while. I, so when the trailer came out, exactly, it was it was a couple, it's like a month ago. It right? was, a couple this, weeks the trailer ago? came out pretty much like two or three days after we had done our last podcast. Yeah, because yeah, because I, I think I briefly mentioned oh how excited I was for the Rebels finale, but you hadn't seen it yet, so I didn't right. want to talk about it. And this literally hit within a week. I think it was probably it had to be one of the most epic weeks of Star Wars ever. Force Awakens came out on Blu-ray. 
like a couple days after Rebels season finale, which was like epic, happened, and then they dropped the Rogue One trailer. So it. Now the big question I have for you is: Do you think it's going to make more money? No, it won't make as much money as the Force Awakens. I think it's more. It's more of an. I think it's going to be more niche. It's not like the saga. It's not like oh, Han Solo's back on the big screen. Oh, seeing these people that we saw thirty years ago. Yeah. I think it'll make a lot of money. I think it'll be like well, because Luke's going to be in it. I think it'll be like some of the Marvel movies, like how Avengers made a ton of money, but then the solo projects make less. Right. But they still Ant- make a lot. Ant Man didn't make a huge amount, but no, but it still made a lot. Worth, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And the Civil War is already going to go through the roof. It's going to be crazy. It, it yeah. comes out what Thursday? Now mm. it's already made like over two hundred million um, um, outside Pre-sale. of the United States. Oh, is that? Oh, what? They get to watch it outside they get of the to United see it States. Us. That's what? a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Pardon me. Are we clear to segue out of your Star Wars minute? Because I have Star a brilliant segue. Okay, you were talking about movies right. making a lot of money. Yeah. Now, I promised you guys a review of Superman versus Batman. Oh, yeah. And oh, no yes. one was more surprised than me to find out that, like, it's made more money than any movie. And, you know, it seems like they throw this title around a lot. But it made a lot of money. I mean, it, it beat... The the record holder I think was Harry Potter or something that totally surprised me. No, it it made a lot the first weekend, but it had one of the biggest second weekend drop offs in like movie history. Surreal. So it basically, it made a lot of money based on the hype. But actually, this year Zootopia has made more worldwide than uh, my kids. Than have, my, my, my kids have seen Zootopia twice, yeah. dude. No, so maybe it, maybe it was mm. the biggest. Maybe Superman versus it was Batman the biggest was the biggest April opening, opening right? Or, something like yeah. that. Oh, okay. um, and anyhow, so I Mac and I were bored, and I said, "Hey, you want to go see it?" Because I mean, my God, dude, it's they spent so much money on this movie. Yeah. And so anyway. Uh, it was a lot like I was afraid of. No one wants to see those two fighting. Yeah. All of the cool stuff that made you hate Superman was a dream sequence from the trailer. They're making it look yeah. like Superman's a Nazi and has Nazi warriors. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. That was Ben in Ben Affleck's dream, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. they totally cheesed out on that. Um I think Ben Affleck looked great. I like the guy who played Superman. It's too long and uh, too too convoluted. No one wants to see good guys fight, and I'm worried about this whole Civil War thing, to be honest with you, Bradley. Now, I'm not worried about Civil War. Marvel knows what they're doing. I trust Marvel I now. think you're right. When, when, you know, I didn't even know who the hell Iron Man was when Iron Man came out. I knew Dude, it was like, isn't that it was a the song truth. about Iron Man or right. something, but I didn't know <laughs> Iron Man from, you know, Joe no, Schmo or... No, or, absolutely. But... They've proven to me now that they know what they're doing. And and I the first um, Captain America, I wasn't that impressed with. Dude. The second one was like one of the best Marvel movies they've had. The, uh, oh, Winter you like the Winter Soldier? Yeah, yeah I love I thought Winter the first Soldier. one was a little better, dude. But, no, you know. No. But no, but I'm, just, I'm 100% convinced that... Ugh, that they're going to nail it. Mm. That um, oh, that hurts. Dude, because, delicious. Because because Hawkeye and uh, what's his girlfriend's name? Black Widow? Yeah. Black Widow, yeah. At one point, they're on opposite yeah. sides. But then I saw a part in the trailer where they're looking at each other like they're going to get it on anyway. Yeah. And I'm like, well, now this is hot, you see. So it might work because there's chemistry between Hawkeye and Black Widow, but that's not going to work for Iron Man and uh, you know Captain America as much as a, a lot of us would like to see yeah. them but hook I, I up. They, I, think they built, <laughs> I think they built in this tension between the Avengers already. Like Even in the first Avengers movie, they kind of went at, at each other a little bit. And yeah, the, there's been that. In the second one, there's that scene where, um, like, you know, uh, Iron Man's talking to Captain America and they're chopping the wood or whatever. Yeah. And, like, he pisses Captain America 
off and he just like rips the wood apart with his bare hands. Yeah. Right. Oh yes. Yeah. Like in the middle. Of, so they've been building up to this argument or this like okay. this battle, and Benjamin. I'm I'm totally looking forward. But I I'm hundred percent on board you with Batman yeah. versus Superman. Yeah, it was kind of weird, man. I wasn't even excited about it at first, and, and part of it's because Batman and Superman to me were like from the. The um, Super Friends. Super Friends, yeah. Exactly. Right. Friends. Right, of course. The only thing man. I could ever see Batman and Superman getting pissed off of was about is if they were both dating Wonder well, Woman because in and the then movie, got mad. Okay, so that's a good point. And in the movie, dude, they're pissed at each other because of misunderstandings. It's forced. And it because seems, people, you know what totally I mean? Manufactured. If, if they it's talked, like a, they could have figured it out in, a, in two minutes that they were being lied to. You know what I mean? This was like you said, the movie. Like They kept having to throw these stupid little... Um, dream sequences right, in, right to make something exciting on the screen because right. nothing literally happened for I the know. first hour and a half of the right, movie I'm, that's right i mean the thing starts with i mean i, I see another different batman right yeah right you know right. origin story yeah, again I, i'm sick of the origin story oh, oh with I, the I bats around yes we know right. the joker yeah. or some guy in the some alley killed him yeah we get yeah, it so and he's oh my god by bats yeah. that's then, that's been done to death what happened with this with this oh the kid falls in a well and all of a sudden the bats lift him up I mean, oh one, yeah! Like, okay, man. that I, was the dumbest one yeah, I've yeah. seen. So, dude. so I tell you, I took all the kids to the movie, and luckily I went to the Super Saver because yeah. it, was just, it, was, it was just bad. Yeah. Just, I'm like, I don't want to spend it all on this movie. So and I said, don't if I if I fall asleep unless I snore, oh, don't wake seriously, me up. Seriously, man, because seriously, two and a half yeah. was like that's a brilliant a nap. So that is a great so nap, long. Dude. Yeah, and, and I, I would fall asleep for ten minutes. I'm like, oh, nothing happened. Right. It was just fine. Right. Literally, right. by the time it got to the point of them fighting Doomsday at the end, which was actually pretty... It was, it's a good scene. Or when they actually fought. That's what I'm saying, that was a dude. Good there's scene. cool stuff in the movie. But the but movie it was so overall. late in the movie right. that by the time it happened, I was already so irritated I know. that I didn't care. I was just I like... Know. I was like, I'm done with this. Like, you're well, gonna, right. But yeah. hour and 40 minutes of Batman going... Oh, this guy's out of control, and then Superman going, "Oh, he's, he's a vigilante." Right. Oh no, no, like and, who cares? You know, like, I don't know, dude. Are you that Look, easily manipulated? Look, ch- check it out, man. Next week, I'm taking or this weekend, I'm taking the kids to see Snow White and the Huntsman two, starring Chris Helmsworth. And it's called something besides Snow White. And the it's Huntsman called 2. that bombed at the box office. <laughs> is what well, it's called. Well, the first one, first one, I didn't like because of Snow White. And they well got, see this one's different because they got rid of Snow White because they couldn't stand her. She was a well, terrible Snow White. Uh, it's Kristen uh, Stewart. In, Who wants yes, a goth from, from Snow Trump. White? Yeah, yeah. He just he he just nailed it. But dude, this one, Chris Helmsworth. He's got two hatchets and he's swinging. He's got no shirt on. He's swinging them around. <laughs> and there's this witch that's the scariest looking thing I've ever seen. So, you know, look, I'm, I'm hopeful, but we'll see. I don't, we'll need uh, therapy after this. I th- I, he's the one that wants... I will yeah. rent it. I will rent it when it comes on Netflix. But it looks right. like to me like, okay... Okay, let's, we, we are, we're contractually obligated to make a sequel because the first one made a certain amount of money. I we don't want it. Snow White, so let's cut her out of the movie. We'll do a prequel, and we'll have a girl who's like Elsa from Frozen. Oh, that's exactly totally what it is. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. They ripped yeah. off the right. Frozen Queen thing going on there. But I still had one more thing to say about Batman vs. Superman. Oh. The worst part of the movie was... Batman is about to kill Superman. Okay, this this is obviously this is everybody's the worst part. It is the worst part ever. Yes, like seriously. Exactly. Oh, our moms have the same name. What, what did you say? What did you say? So, what did you just so say? Basically, <laughs> so basically, you're telling me if Superman had said, um, "Save Gladys," he would have been dead. 
He's right. just lucky that he had the same same mom with the same name. Otherwise, Batman would have killed him. That's so stupid. And and then there's the whole that Superman should be indestructible, dude. Yeah. Or if he's got kryptonite in him, then he should die or something. Something and and that was totally muddled, dude. Yeah. Oh, you know he's got this suit on, so now he can even compare to. Well, no, it's the whole Superman. He had the, the gun that shot the kryptonite spray, the, the, and then it the would smoke. last for three minutes. Right. So Batman would dude, beat up oh, Superman. Oh, and I got then the spray one would left. dissipate, and Superman would beat up Batman. I only have one left, yeah. and that we could use it on this guy. Yeah, and then you know, yeah, that, so the it was, voice it was a travesty. I would say that Ben Affleck looks like in tremendous shape, dude. Yeah, no, oh, he absolutely. Did. Yeah. I think he, oh. I think he would have been a Batman if he had been, had it been in a good Batman movie. Right. Now, dude, you, I don't fault him. He, you brought up Frozen, right? Yeah. And did you guys, I have a little bit of trivia. Did you know that they, <laughs> the, the characters in Frozen are Hans, Christian, Anna, and Sven? Hans, Christian, Anna, Anderson. Because that's a Hans, he, Christian, he Anderson story. story. Yeah, it's the, the Snow, Snow Queen. Queen. Hmm, yeah. I didn't know what you just said, but I knew yeah, that he I, wrote I wasn't it. Blown, my mom wasn't blown away there. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> well, I get that, but I think it's a leap, though. A- Anna Sven. Anna Sven. <laughs> I look, man. My daughter told me that, and she watches these YouTube conspiracy videos about. Oh, I've seen those movies, yes, and they are engrossing. I enjoy them too. Well, that makes sense, though. I mean, it was like a nod to the guy who wrote. The Disney's always doing that yeah. kind of yeah, stuff, exactly. or putting golden dildos yeah, on the front of uh, Little Mermaid. You know. <laughs> You got a that. sense of humor. Exactly. But let us get to our lists. Yes. This, these, these, these this is some up. work that we have to so do. So who's, who's starting out? Okay. And I, I just glanced at your list, and I know that we at least have one the same. Oh, His really? List? Yes. Okay. And then, uh, so I, 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 well, I've got like seven five. here, and we can only do five, so yeah. two of these are going to get thrown out. Well, uh, d- do your five, and at the end you can, go, you can mutter the other two under your breath. Okay. okay. So, Andy, you start off. You Your topic, you start off. Okay, man. I am going to start off because this is a dad role that's kind of a lesser known one. And it's not, you wouldn't really think of it as a dad role, but it's Danny Glover and Lethal Weapon 1. <laughs> that's a, Danny I Glover. I would not have gone I've that. never not even thought of that. His daughter gets kidnapped, dude. Oh, Do you right. remember this? So let's yes. think back, dude. Now, in that first Lethal Weapon. When Mel Gibson wants to kill himself. This is before he went racist and got drunk and blamed everything on minorities or whatever. Dude. He was a normal guy back then. He, he was, was a normal gonna... crazy guy back then. He, he, right. He has like a crazy self-inflicting um, pain-like scene in every one of his movies. Yes. yes. And he was going to kill himself until he went over to Danny Glover's house and saw Danny Glover interacting with his family, dude. And particularly how he uh, interacted with his oldest daughter, who was like 17 or 18 and would wear tiny little shorts and, you know. Hey, put some pants on. Right, man. And Danny (laughs) Glover, dude, he's just trying to. the shit. Right, man. Right, dude. And his wife is like telling him to mellow out, dude. And um, Meanwhile, Mel Gibson's checking out that ass. Well, you know what, man? I watched the tape, dude, and Mel Gibson at no time does his do, do his eyes like oh. dart over anything. They did it very classy, and um, and at the end of the movie, she gets kidnapped, man, and Danny Glover gets tortured over it. And then there's a fist fight on a lawn in order to, dude. And then there's such buddies that Mel Gibson gets into a fist fight on his lawn. To get his daughter back at the end of the movie, man. Dan, uh, that first Lethal Weapon is not only a great buddy cop movie, it is a great dad movie. 
Mm. It's a great movie. And, and the funny thing is, that may actually be, that's so funny. That may actually coincide with my uh, other list that I'm doing on the website right now. Oh, excellent. Feel free to See, use the, it. Like that. No, I mean, I think it might, with my next movie up to be posted. And trying to come up with my list, there were so many I thought, well, I guess he's a great dad. You know, there was, but like most of the movie wasn't spent like at him being right, a dad. Right, it was right, just right, a right, small right. portion of the movie. Right, right. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, because I could think of so many where it was just, um, you know, it was a small portion and then do it. But right. I, I wanted to get ones where like the movie was about a dad. A dad. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Well, now, Dan, okay. Now, look, dude, Danny, now if you watch that movie, dude, a large part of the story arc is based around his family and it his is. daughter, dude. Yeah. So there you go. That's my number five, dude. That's just my number five. That's, That's good, pretty man. good. That's good number yeah. five. Good. good number five. Good number five. Now I was I was told Russell I was able to come up with my top three off the top of my head. I had them locked in place. They were all good. And then I was thinking, oh god, I have to come up with five, right? So then I was like, oh, what other movie dads are? I was thinking, I came up with my number four. He's good. He's solid. Number five, I had like three or four names mm. running around. I'm not like I said. I'm not going to drop drop all of them and you know cheat. So I'm just going to come up with one of my three, and I'm going to go Michael Keaton and Mr. Mom. Oh, dude, that's a great one. Man. That's a great one. That's a great it's like, you know, one. He I was, totally forgot about He was this movie. business guy, you know, working, and then he loses his job, and oh, his wife God. goes to work, and all of a sudden he has to take, he has to be like dude, the mom and take this, care of everything. The scene where he's watching the soap opera, yeah. and the lady calls and asks him, like, what's been happening on the soap opera, yeah. and he hangs up. Dude, that's... Yeah, Mr. Mom is a fantastic. Or just when he's like struggling at the grocery store and they're like, oh, Earl, clean up on aisle five. And he's all, we weren't even in aisle five. (laughs) Because they were making a mess everywhere. He's just trying to keep all the kids under control. And basically, he he basically became like the stay at home dad. Dude, because, you know, and that was a transitional time in America. I guess it would have been the early 80s when a lot of. Union gigs were getting shot shut down, and a lot of guys were starting to like these roles were kind of starting to change, dude. And I think maybe that was one of the first movies that kind of dealt with. Look, there's his his wife is this professional yeah. woman who's a white collar worker, and every she's needed it on the job yeah. site, and he's just kind of like this guy who takes care of the kids. Yeah. You know? And I can I can I can you know sympathize with with his character too because. I had worked at this one place for seven years that shut down, and so I was out of work for a while, waiting to get a new job, and you know, sending out resumes and interviewing. Right. And all of a sudden, it was like, oh, oh I'm, I'm I'm doing my resumes. Oh, I got to go pick up Jenna from school. You know, it's like, yeah, I can I know what it, what parts of it are like. You know, I oh, do the laundry yeah. and dishes and all that kind of stuff. So, oh, that was a great call. I don't know why I didn't think of Mr. Mom. Mr. Mom. I mean? So that that would be my number five. That's an excellent number. Five. That's an excellent. If that's your number five, I can't wait to see what your number one is. Oh yeah. Well, my number. <laughs> I think somebody else. I think. I think we're probably at least one of you guys will have my number one as we'll well. We'll double mm. up it. So. All right. What you got, Russell? So many of these father movies are ones that uh, the father is say, starts out kind of cruddy. Yeah, And then bumbling. through the course of the movie, they become the awesome dad. Yeah. Right. But despite themselves, they end up being the hero. Right. And so I've got a couple of those. I think I'm going to go with this one. Okay. Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. In drag. Peter Pan. Oh, no. Hook. Oh, Hook. wow. Hook. Hook, really? Yes. Wow, dude. Hook making I to number sure five. I thought for sure you were going Mrs. Doubtfire with that choice. Oh, well, you know, let's, well, not, let's, look, let's, not, that... pimp, let's not pimp anything. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, dude, P- so Peter, Pan's, P- Peter Pan, he's, he's, uh, he's, you know, he's Peter I... Pan all grown up. 
and he uh, he's you know his kids. He's like not present for his kids, and then wow, gets pulled to Neverland because he's trying to save his kids. He's trying Dude. to save. What happened to him from happening to them? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's what I love about this is that, like, I get shocked every time we do this. Every time there's some <laughs> I never would have thought of, you know. No, Hook is a good somebody, call, no, dude. That's I, good. I, I think, think, I think about it. I think commercially it didn't do as well as they thought it was going to, but all the you performances know, were pretty good. Every time I see it, you know, and then Dustin Hoffman's Hook was just awesome. But he was good. Yeah. Um, you know, it was all about saving Jack yeah. and right. uh, the little girl. Right. The only part I didn't like, I didn't like Julia. I, you know, I hate Julia Roberts. Oh, what? She may give us a phone call. She's. I've told you, I hated Pretty oh Woman. She didn't make any of my romantic comedy lists. And she E-hole was terrible as Tinkerbell. Oh, she's terrible as well, Tinkerbell. She's gorgeous. Dustin Hoffman as oh, Hook she's was great. gorgeous. Sandra Bullock also would have been an acceptable Tinkerbell because uh, <laughs> she's hot too. Am I right? So Peter Pan in Hook. My number uh, number five. That's actually good, and a lot of people like downplay that Hook movie, but I actually, I mean, it's Spielberg. I don't know what you're talking about. It's like one of my favorite. It's like, Spielberg. It's great. It's so good. Yeah. Anyway. No, dude, it Peter was Peter very. Pans. It was yeah. There have been a lot of shitty Peter. Right now on Every Broadway, studio in America dude, is trying to do Peter Pan. Right now on Broadway, there's a show called Finding Neverland, starring Kelsey Grammer, and it's uh-huh. like the joke of Broadway, uh-huh. man. Everyone. Why is it a joke? It. But apparently, it's really boring, dude. I have to say, uh, I, it is. Uh, I love Kelsey Grammer. I that, find, I find that boring. I, found, I tried to watch that movie that they made a movie out yeah. of that, and it was just so boring. Boring, right? So bad, right? Oh, the one that was all booky. Yeah, they yeah. were like reading books. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, Hook is your number five. Is not bad. Am I clear to go to my number go four? For it. Okay, move it along. All right. So, in the spirit of having a movie more about dads. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and throw Burgess Meredith and Grumpy Old Men <laughs> as the father. I believe he plays Walter Matthau's dad. Oh, I love that movie. Or I think he plays Jack Lemmon's dad. I can't remember. But Burgess Meredith is like have you, you've seen Grumpy yeah, Old I've Man. Yeah, that in the sequel. Dude, so Grumpy Old Man, it's got two of my favorite actors of all time. And there are two guys that have done tons of things together. And been working together for 50 or 60 years. The original Odd Couple. Right. right. Yeah, that's right. It's exactly right. And the funniest part about it is that Jack Lemmon, I think it's his dad, is still alive. And his dad gives him shit all the time. Burgess Meredith is like 105 years old at this (laughs) point with these giant hearing aids hanging out of his ears. And... The dialogue between him and his son, who is 75, 80 yeah. years old, is it's so it's so good and it's so genuine. And you're watching guys who have been acting for so long and it's just so natural. And at the end of Grumpy Old Men, there is a, a, a gag reel. Oh, the, I was of, just going to say, of, the gag Burg- reels are great. Dude, oh of gosh. Burgess Meredith, right? Like, So at one point, he, he looks out the window and it looks like, these the, like his son is going to start making out with this girl, this lady he's after, and he goes, okay. "Is he going to mount her?" And he looks out the window. So is he going to mount her? And looks out the window. In the gag reel, they go through twenty or thirty different other lines. different lines <laughs> yeah. that he had come up with. Yeah. To try, you know, to convey what was going to sure, happen. Yeah. And it's the funniest thing you'll ever see. And I love Burgess Meredith. I mean, oh God, yeah, I love that movie. You know? That's yeah. like it's a great yeah. movie. That's funny. Like I'm thinking back on that movie, and I have no like solid memory of that well, part of the movie. Well, not a lot man, happens you know? in that movie. I mean, it's not Isn't that an the part, exciting even where, like, he movie. He throws the fish into the limo with them, or something? that was like in the. 
Well, I I just look gr- the first grumpy. There was grumpy old man yeah, too. Two. Grumpier, grumpier, grumpier old man, old man yeah. dude. And the first one, um, I don't remember anything about a fish. I remember they're trying to they're trying to make each other look bad in front of, I don't know, some old old uh, actress. I think it was Eva Langoria or something like that. Hmm. So um, anyway. Coming in at number four on my list of hot dad movies. Of, hot dad I mean, movies. no, 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 no. Like hot as in you should watch them, not these are hot, good-looking dads. Because, my God, uh, Danny Glover would not have made number five. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. He's a fine-looking gentleman. Uh, what is your number four? Well, Brad this He was unconventional, and you would almost say that he was like not really there for his son, the way his son wanted him to be. Mm. But... They still had this really great connection, and they get together, and they made this great movie. And it's almost like I, I'm kind of making up for some some hurt feelings that we've had on the Ooh. podcast. Um, and the movie is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yes, yeah. Mr. Sean Connery nailed yeah. it. Man, wow. this was James Bond, but then he played the opposite of James Bond. He played like this professor, learned you know scholar. Who, who like who really wasn't there for Indy? Indy wanted him, you know, wanted love and affection from him. But right. he basically tells Indy at one point, "Well, I'm here now. Talk to me now." <laughs> and he's right? Like, he's like, "Oh, well, I did pretty good. You turned out fine, didn't you?" Yeah, and you know what? And they have this love for each other, but they, it was just like a different kind of love. You know what, dude? The chemistry between those man. guys the the chemistry between those guys yeah. is great. Dude. Yes. And um, when they found out that they had both had sex with the same girl, dude, that was classic. Classic, dude. That was, that was worth. Well, even right after admission. that, when they had escaped the German castle, and Indy like uh, you know took out those guys on the motorcycle, and he kind of looks at his dad like you know, aren't you impressed? And his dad right. just kind of gives him this look like, you know, what is there to be impressed about? Right, <laughs> man. And Indy kind of like you know, oh man, I want. I thought he was gonna like that. <sighs> and you know, man, that's great that you guys are thinking outside the box yeah. on these dad movies. Because again, he's, because... he's not like the ultimate dad. He's not the perfect dad. He's not the dad oh, he was an gave... absentee father. He was, he was basically an absentee father. But yeah. from his point of view, he taught Indy everything because he, he was an in intellectual. Yeah, he let him be his well, own man. man. Again, it's like he's trying to redeem himself. He's yeah. that he, he uh, wasn't such a great father, even yeah. though he you know, taught his son lessons. Yes. He wasn't right. like available emotionally yeah. for him. Yes, all that time. But there was still love between them. Like yeah. Indy, just Indy, just you know, did, would do anything to save him. Yeah. You know, I've mentioned this several times. That, so that, there's one for you, Mister Sean Connery. Sean I'm Connery. sure, dude. I'm sure that's going to go a long way to mending. Yes, the, mending the fences. Yeah. that well, Andy burned. I burned him to the ground, buddy. <laughs> We all did. None of us picked him number one. No, None of us. None not of us. one of us. Mm-hmm. Shh, shh, shh. Don't bring it up. Shh, sorry, sorry. Never mind. We're just mending fences here. Yes. Russell Turley, number, number four. four. Yes. Well. Parenthood. And, and, uh, <laughs> parenthood isn't always portrayed... Or sometimes portrayed like it's just all easy, you know. Yeah. Especially you get these parents. Oh, what's this? Oh, I'm an architect. Dad's an architect. Yeah, well, that's a convenient. Yeah, and the right. kids have all they want. Right. Yes, yes. And the biggest problem they have is where we're going to go on vacation. Sometimes yeah. it's a little tougher. Right. And this one, this is, seems obviously it's it seems like an easy pick or an obvious pick, but it is Steve Martin mm-hmm. as Gil Buckman in the movie Parenthood. Wow, you know what? That was one of my ones that almost made number five. Oh, uh, wow. But I can't believe that it didn't even make number five, dude. 
Come well, on, have you watched Parenthood recently, dude? Not recently. I oh remember. I just remember the scene where he's like, um, well, he he was great in that movie. He when he dresses up as the cowboy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because the other guy didn't show up. Or even the scene where he's like, you know, he wants this son to be this great athletic guy, Dude, but his son's just not he that. He plays a really funny dad in Bringing Down the House with Queen Latifah. Yeah. Not as yeah. funny as Parenthood. Yeah. Well, but then, like, he just has that. Like, like about his kid, him. Ends, like, he's like, oh, I think it's biting kids in school. And yeah. He's got a bucket yeah. on his head. Yep. And he's just banging himself yeah. into the wall. Yep. And he's yep. just, he's just in, all in his head and freaking out. Right. He's just like, ah. And then, like, eventually, he's just like, you know what? You got to laugh. Dude, and he and just then gets... the old woman does the roller coaster merry-go-round analogy at the end, and it all slams home that it's yeah. better to have everything kind of crazy than for it to be boring, essentially. Yeah. And, goddamn, look at the cast in that movie. Oh, I mean, amazing. Th- there are so many great, like, that 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 entire movie is like a, a greatest hits reel or something. Like, I mean... There's not one part of that movie that I'm thinking of, whether it's Rick Moranis and his wife yeah. dealing with everything that just movie hits on mm. every level. And Steve Martin, he does, you know, if He's he if, if, if if that was your number one pick, I would be behind you 100 percent, man. Yeah. That great, great movie. Now, can I just can I can we switch and go back the other way? Because yeah. I'll tell you the reason why it didn't make number five. No. Oh, because please, I, please I just do. I just didn't want to put Steve Martin on my list too many times. I hear you. That's, ah, that's, see, that's, that's the thing. Because my, because my number three is George Banks oh, from the oh, Father of the Bride movie. That was, that was on the list too. Dude, dude, and Parenthood, he was great in both oh, of those movies. I'm overloading, dude. Great movie, Dad. Overload. Yes. Man. It is a great to movie dad overlook because he is just like what, what his daughter has is... grown up now and, oh, and he misses damn. that little girl and now she's getting married and he's stressed over it and he keeps he's the dad he he's he he's like the perfect oh, guy, the guy but he keeps from keeps the making mistakes and the guy right from the hot dog right got right. together and decided to screw right. the American yeah. public that is, George Banks says no oh, that, that is one of my favorite <laughs> movie scenes because it's everything is just finally boiled over and he right. just takes it out at the at the grocery <laughs> store Who uh, does, who's George and Banks and then he up eight hot dog buns and six hot dogs dude and then the look <laughs> he on rips his two out that was so classic the look on his wife's face when she comes to get him from jail yeah and he's oh, wearing so that, that tuxedo and perfect... he's in the jail cell and she's like are you done are you calm now <laughs> yeah and yeah. i'm just so that's another example of of hollywood kind of nailing yeah. how it dads lose their minds sometimes exactly. you know and, and it it's can, a, can be endearing and it's also a very sentimental movie there's like a scene near the end where he's basically just kind of oh yeah the music's playing and he's just kind of watching you know his daughter's married and i wasn't all right with his daughter oh. getting married at yeah. all mm. dude oh, like yeah. it pissed me off dude but it also had great funny scenes like where he's over meeting her parent or his parents and he he falls into the pool. Remember, he he goes, he go, he goes and he's like looking at their checkbook, and, and he's in this room. And the dogs chase him out, and he falls over into the pool. I mean, there was just like so many great again, scenes. again. Father of the Bride is one of those movies with no downtime, but one partly because got Martin Short yeah, in it for Martin crying Short out great. Oh yeah. my gosh, yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's a cheaper chicken. <laughs> it's it's chipper than the chicken. The chicken is chipper. There's a blue button. Ah, must be he goes, no, 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 no. He goes, oh, oh, thank God! I said I thought you said 150 ahead. Yeah. No, I said 350 ahead. Yeah, that's such a great, oh, such God, a great I was, movie. He's I was a, gonna shoot myself. Right, <laughs> right. I, th- you just nailed it. Right. Oh, I was gonna shoot myself, yeah. and then he finds out it's even oh, more. No, yes. that's yeah. the great nasal. And that's like long duck dog. 
Howard, yeah. Howard, what was his name? It was Howard Weinstein. I forget. Weinstein yeah. or something like right. that. It was like, I don't know. I oh, that, exactly I know what you're talking about. The, uh, the assistant's name. So now, dude, great. are you doing your number three before I do my No, no, no. Sorry. The only reason I wanted to go first because it would directly related to Okay, guys. So if we were making a ship now, it would be down to the brass tacks, dude. My top three, I thought about it a lot. And I'm my top three. I'm gonna come in with Craig T. Nelson in Poltergeist, oh, dude. Yes, yes. Like, what a dad! I mean, oh, gosh, what yes. a dad! That is classic Steven Spielberg family dynamics, and they just nail it. And and Craig T. Nelson is a dad that's just trying to save his kids from supernatural forces dude and the way that they all accept the way both those parents and as a matter of fact if we do a mom movie yeah i'm blanking on that barbara hershey who is no that? no no um uh, joe beth williams right joe beth williams is she's gonna be up for it because those parents were so great how they accepted at first they kind of thought it was cool that this weird stuff was happening oh yeah they put the kid um, in the chair and the chair just right, slid across the floor. right yeah. right and and i mean you remember craig t nelson where he's going before after before after and he's sticking his stomach out yeah. and then sucking it in yeah. and she's rolling a joint on the bed and that was brave of steven spielberg to show that look man this guy's an architect or an engineer and he gets high with his wife right deal with it you know what yeah. i mean because back in the 80s people were not so accepting of that type of behavior and so I thought that was great. I thought his humor was hilarious. And in Poltergeist 2, he vomits up a worm, that uh, a tequila worm that uh, has transformed into this man creature, which is why I'm telling you, really you, to you need to watch two, Poltergeist 2. This is the second two. time it's come we up. We talked about this when we did Poltergeist our, our... I don't remember loving it when I saw it. Guys, Poltergeist is a 10 out of 10 for me. I remember Poltergeist 2. Guys, it, was a, it was like our, yeah. Poltergeist 2 is like a 9.5 out wow. of 10. I oh, shit so, you not. So it's like, I still see, see that. Shit, dude, the part two, part three, that's they kind of slid off. Um, but man, part two, God, I would totally recommend that. Okay. Um, but anyway, man, Craig T. Nelson, I love him, whether he's on coach, I love him no matter what he's doing. Have you seen Blades of Glory with, uh, with the the kid from Napoleon Dynamite, and Will Ferrell, oh, yes, Craig, yes. Craig T. Nelson plays their the coach, coach dude, yeah, he's and he's just hilarious too. and everything is in. But man, what a dad! You mean coach plays their coach? Coach plays a coach. But dude, if that <laughs> stuff and when I was a kid watching Poltergeist, maybe eleven, twelve years old, I thought, oh my god, if this stuff was going on down in my house, to have a dad like Craig T. Nelson would make everything better. And a dad's job, Brad. Is to make everything better. Yes. You know what I mean? And after all the stuff they went through and he gets his family out of there and they go to that motel room. He shoves that. He yeah, shoves that. Man. He... Brad keeps biting his mouth for the viewers. <laughs> of, for the people that can't see this, there's rivulets oh, of blood yeah, coming. It's, it's, it's quite. He keeps biting off pieces of his tongue. Just, just, just Would you like in the, would you... in the trash can, Brad? Okay, Dude, I, are you all right, man? Yeah, I'm good. I'm well, once after the after the first one, you were just doomed. Right, yeah, well, yeah because talking. now it's, it's like sticking out. Fat and bloated yeah. now. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Well, that's okay. good because it's my turn for number three. That's right, number three. Yeah, he hasn't done yeah, his number I thought three. Number three. No, 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 no. He hasn't done number three. Actually, your number your number three took my number three. Okay, but but I have alternates. Oh, good. How alternate? You can't have alternates in a top five. It's not like a. This is my five. This is my four. But somebody took my three. No, throw another three in there because Parenthood got a shout out. Now the pressure's off me. So which one did I steal? 
Father of the Bride? George Banks and Father of the okay. Bride. Obviously, obviously. Okay. So. Yeah, clearly. Okay, go ahead. So. Number three. Number three. Um, you know, kids do some just off-the-wall shit. Out of nowhere. And just and things that, like, maybe, you know, seem normal to us when we were kids. Like, I look at my kid. Car skiing? Like, car skiing. Yeah. Yeah, dangerous uh, stuff. I remember going with j- jumping a, a, a station wagon with John Wynn. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Oh uh, God, yeah, yeah. You know, skinny sure. dipping down in uh, tin can. Good, you know? good times, buddy. Good times. You know what? And it takes a lot for a dad to like witness those things and go, "I love you. I love you anyway." Right. So wherever you are, right? And nothing, nothing says, "I love you," and just how you are. And Jim's dad from American Pie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That was one of my alternates. Oh, alternates. Dude, Wait, what the hell dude, is an alternate? Dude, that was dude, one of my dude, almost dude. number five, but didn't quite make number five. All right. Eugene Lee. Love you, yeah. With his great advice in all the every, American Pie movies. We'll time. just tell your mother that yeah. we ate the pie. <laughs> dude, I mean, yeah. He was movie, so good in that. That yeah, was man. He's role. just so understanding. He's like, right, you right. know, he, you're going to do stupid stuff. And I'm going to help you out. Do either of you guys watch Shit's Creek at all? Yes. Uh, where, yes. Where, what's it on? I, I, it's on some random weird channel. I've yeah, only come across it, it a couple times. It is pretty times. funny. Um, but, dude, that's a really good pick, man. Um, yeah. Well, they. Yeah, they, when your son's effing so... a pie and you're okay with it, you know? <laughs> that's right. Oh, God. He walks We're gluing in. Gluing yourself oh, to the... oh, and he's just like turning yeah. yeah. oh, his oh. head. Why would. You know what my problem with that, Russell, is? Why would that guy think that sticking himself in a pie would be like having oh. sex? There's a dozen, <laughs> no, 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 there's no. a dozen things I can think you know, of off no. the top of my it was, head. Because one, oh, one guy told you know him like yeah you know what you know what you know yeah, apple but, pie is but like just, you know what vagina is like. But that's so it's like warm I mean, it apple pie. It wouldn't hold up to that. You know what <laughs> I mean? It, and it did. That pie was a mess. No, it crumbled around <laughs> him. Which duh, I could have like why did you try and f the pie? One of the great visuals. Go f your mattress. And your box spring. I think like the, the th- thought that it was it was warm and soft or something. Yeah, but it like wasn't that. even warm and soft because it was room temperature. Well, plus it had the. Uh, the Dude, can the you apple, imagine what that? What do they call that? The, strudel uh, on strudel it. Strudel crust. Yeah, on, and yeah. if you put it in the uh, microwave, you would have burned it. Cut yourself on the it strudel. A, it was a French apple. Yeah. Dude, do you know how bad he would have burned it if he had put it in the microwave oh. and was oh, and then God. and then just felt the top and went, oh, that's not that bad. And then inside, oh my God, molten. Anyway, so Jim's you ever dad, had a nerd up your nose? Imagine having some apple pie I've up your never had a nerd urethra. Nose. I'm sorry. <laughs> a nerd candy? Yeah, yeah, I, that was, uh, that's no. You know good. how they had the double, the double, um, right? What thing? Pink on one side, and blue on the like other. This. You had to yeah. shake them to get them in. Well, the other one was open. I had a nerd get stuck up at the top of my nose, and boy, it was like, like you know, ooh, the bursting with flavor, but it like hurt like hell. <laughs> you oh, could not sure. get that thing out of there. It was like lodged. So you know, oh, I could imagine see. having apple pie up here. <laughs> that that would be bad, dude. Now, am I clear? Do I have clearance, Clarence, to go on to my? Are, are, are we going back? Are we going back the other way? Victor, Victor. Are we going back the other yeah. way? Yeah. Okay, we're going back. All right. Yeah, this is like some kind of weird passing thing that we're doing. Right, but um, so. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Maybe. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I am gonna go. Maybe. Maybe. I thought you had your list. <laughs> well, now, nah, Brad, this is a fluid thing. And he has fluid. Fluid in my. List. It's, oh, wait, I got what? fluid in my ears. I've just got a certain number. 
And as I'm as I as we go through, I'm like, mm, they, it, it, they're I, I think top as we speak. obviously you guys right. don't have OCD right. as bad as me, where you no. have every movie no. you've ever seen no. 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 categorized no. on lists. Dude, no. I'm sorry. One just got put number one. One just got put number two. My number two. Number two. My the entity number two <laughs> is Mrs. Doubtfire, starring Robin Williams. Daniel Any Miller. man who's willing to dress in and drag just to see his kids. Well, that's, look, that's called dude, like, like desperate. I don't know how. Realistic, the whole movie. Oh, it's not realistic. I don't think a husband could fool a wife like that. Let alone put your makeup on. (laughs) And I start to think that, you know, like if I'm jaded, I look back and I go, oh, well, Miss Doubtfire is kind of a stupid movie because he dresses up like a woman and all the Mm -hmm. jokes are really obvious. But if I'm having a good day and I watch that movie, I realize that it is one of the funniest dad movies. Of all time. It was on just uh, just last weekend. Yeah. I watched a little bit of it. And you'll never see a, so ba- a part of it that's not good, dude. In the end, it's got Pierce Sally Field and Pierce Brosnan, who's an excellent Bond. Yes. Oh, God, here we go. Uh, Digging that hole deeper. Perhaps even better than Sean Connery. Oh, God. So, um, so yeah, man, Miss Doubtfire definitely is my number two. What a solid movie. I'd like to point out that Robin Williams has played great dads in a lot of different movies. Yeah. One of them that didn't make my list was The Birdcage, where he plays a gay dad. Dude. Oh, he does. Bird oh, Cage that's is a, Which is a oh, hilarious really I was just thinking about movie. the other day because um, really Nathan yeah. Lane was on Modern Family. Oh, he's so funny. And I just was thinking, oh, he was so good. Those Bird guys, Cage. Were, dude, Birdcage is one of the funniest yeah. movies ever, man. But well, I went Miss Doubtfire, dude. Because, that was my number two Did you also. know that Bird... Uh, was it really? Yeah, so so I just did you know that Birdcage was originally Steve Martin was supposed to play the Robin Williams character? You are kidding. And Robin Williams was supposed to play the Nathan Lane character. You are kidding. I'm not oh, kidding. Really? I did not know I that, you not. dude. I liked it the way it turned There's out, no man. Now, my number two, I got criticized. Kim Kim didn't think it counted. She says, oh, I wonder if we have the same number one. Mm, all right, know. all right. Kim, yeah. says, Kim says, that doesn't count. It's a, you can't have an animated character. Oh, I'm very oh, I'm like, what do you Of course you can. Right. So she's at, the, she's at the mind where you're, I guess you're, you're, about to, you're about to take my number one. That's I'm right. taking your number one? It's animated. All right. It's all right. Well, wait a minute. Well, wait well, a minute. How do you well, know that? It may not be your it number one. Right. Animated dad. Just think of like the dad who was willing to risk everything. This is like the perfect dad. This is the ideal dad. Anything to protect his son. To save his son. He swam across the entire damn ocean. To find his son. Marlon. Albert Brooks from Finding Nemo. Oh, God, dude. (laughs) Well, yeah, but that's a fish. Okay, right. That's what Kim says. See, that was Kim's attitude. No, 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 no. He's a fish, but he's a dad. But he's a dad. He was an overprotective dad at the beginning because his wife had been killed. Absolutely. And he's got a, a kid with a disability. Absolutely. Finding Dory mm. looks like it's going to be hilarious. Oh, it's going to be amazing. And yes. Uh, yes, that's a great job thinking outside the box, dude. And that is strictly a parent movie about trying to find your kid, dude, yeah. and um, yeah. and being separated from your kid. Just like dude. when you and, brought up um, the subject of like, have you ever like lost your kid at Disneyland? Oh it's like my the worst God, thing you could possibly oh think my of. God, right? His, his you go kid gets all the swept scenarios, up. all the scenarios yeah. you go through yeah. in your brain, like what's happening right yeah. now? What could bad oh thing be happening God, right now? And then. You know, but this, this little fish was willing to risk sharks in the... In That's the... a great, great pick. It yes. just threw me off because I was thinking human, but absolutely. Yes, animals, dads. Animals have dads. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And so, there were other great animated dads, Bambi too. But... Bambi had a mom. No, Bambi had a dad. He showed up at the end of the movie. He was oh. like an absentee dad because yes, he was son. out there... Come with me. Deer. He was out there. His son, come yeah. with me. Right. He's all like, sounds like Jesus or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Well, he basically, you know, Peaceful. was there at the end. Mm, right. Follow me, son. 
So, so well, Br- we Brad just, took Brad's your number three. Took my number three. Andy, your number two. Took my number. Well, well, it was two. the same though. Yeah, and Dude, then, then you're and gonna then have Brad's to go. number two. Took my number one. Okay. So I, whoa, 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 whoa. His your number one was Finding Nemo. Marlin. Yes. How did you guys both come up with that? Dude, that was, a a fir- that was the first thing that popped in my head when you said. That's why I didn't type it on Facebook chat. Yeah, no. I like. Really? I didn't want to type it either. I didn't want to like, reveal like, oh. it. Marlin, of course. Yeah. I don't know why it did. I've it's seen like, that movie because he literally times. risked he had, everything he had to for son. His whole, his whole like person. Yeah, fish person. His whole personality. He had to change almost, everything dude. about him. He was afraid to re- leave the reef. His son. Wow. He had like fear. Wow. He had like anxiety, oh, which no. we can, you know, we oh, know what that's yeah. like. Nah, you guys, you guys nailed it, dude. Now so, that was your number one. That was my number one. Yeah, but, but you got to give us an alternative but number I've got, one. I've got an alternative. Well, I'm still on number two right now. Oh, but oh, because I took your number two. You took my number two. So we need alternatives, Russell. Yeah. So and then so George Banks was my number three. So I've got two more on my list. Okay. What's your number two revised? Number two, and hopefully nobody takes my number. No, because I got a new number one. Because I really like enjoy this one. This is your number two. You're number about two. To. Okay. What is it, buddy? Um. So this is my only two. So don't take them anymore. Nah. Nah. No, no, you're gonna do this. Take mine. I'm take my damn. You know what? We already did our number two. So you give us your number two and your number one. So. Number two, that would be another Steve Martin as Tom Baker and Cheaper by the Dozen. Oh, God, dude. So, Cheaper by the Dozen. So, basically, we've just declared Steve Martin's the best movie dad. Steve Martin is the best movie dad of all time. You know what? These these are the hands, and they're going down, dude. Steve Martin is the best movie dad. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, I I mean, mean, yeah, I've got just George Banks and... uh, Dude, my daughter ha- yeah. wa- has watched Cheaper. Dude, and- my daughter has my oldest daughter has watched Cheaper by the Dozen. I'm gonna guess probably twenty to thirty times, dude. And I was so stoked to find out she was watching it all the time, and she thought she was funny because I b- b- thought it was funny because I think that Steve Martin sets a good example, yeah. dude. In all of his movies, he sets good examples of what you're supposed to do when you're a dad, man, which mm-hmm. is yeah. try and diffuse yeah. and dissipate the situation. You don't want to escalate it, you know, unless he's freaking out and it call and it's one of those things. But but, <laughs> but let me freak out but let me tell you best because yeah. let me tell you something, dude. But but in Bringing down the house, he plays the Queen Latifah comes in and is like helping him nanny his daughter. I'm not even remembering. Eugene Levy, dude, I had never seen it. I had never seen it. I thought that sounds stupid. I'm not really a fan of Queen Latifah, dude. And my sister—that was one of the first movies that my sister worked on before she went on a barber shop and beauty shop and all that other. She got her start on those movies, dude. And I, so I was like, well, I'm going to watch this. It was on the other night. And his daughter has gone, went to a party and went upstairs. Dude, his daughter's like 16 years old, goes to a party. There's boys who are 18 and 19 years old there. They are doing drugs. One of them gets her up into a bedroom upstairs, dude, and is inappropriate with her. And and she... And so Steve Martin is finding this out, and he wants to go kill somebody. And Queen Latifah's like, you cannot freak out right now. You need to be calm. You need to blah, 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 and go in there and talk to your daughter and find out what happened. So Steve Martin goes in, and he sits on the bed next to his daughter who's crying. Classic Steve Martin. So you went to a party where there were 18- and 19-year-old boys and you did and they were tripping on e 
<laughs> and one of them invited you upstairs to a bedroom, <laughs> and he's going through it. And his daughter's going, yeah, yeah, and she's because as a dad, you're not allowed to free, you're not allowed to just go kill people. Yeah. Queen Latifah went and hung this guy off of a balcony because <laughs> she's like made him apologize to everybody, uh... dude. All I'm trying to do is illustrate. I, I, I can picture Steve Martin just, just like, just like on the edge, like shaking and then like stopping. Because, and, because and, he and goes, and did he succeed in what he was trying to do? And she's like, Oh no, I ran out of the room before he could like, do it. And he goes, Oh, oh, oh my god, you know, dude. So it's just classic. Well, it's just great, just like the, the moment in Father of the Bride where, like, you know, he's just and, and the daughter's leaving with the guy, and he's all. You know, make sure to put, you meant to say put your raincoats on, but he said condoms and stuff. Right, right, <laughs> right. Like, so, you know, dude, yeah, I mean. It's just like the yeah. uncomfortable moments, but yeah. he's like trying so hard. I oh, I definitely am on, am on board with that. And, um, well, look, so you can do your number one first. Well, okay, my number one was Marlon. Yeah, yeah but come on. Uh, uh, and Finding Nemo. But this was one, this was supposed to be my list, and it was because it was another uh, dad who uh, was like, Good dad, bad dad, back up to good dad again. Oh, it's just, just kind of a kind of a he dipped down and like not so great. It's an Adam Sandler, but movie? then ended up pulling it out at the end. No, it was actually it was Will Ferrell and kicking and screaming. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought that was good, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's so, good at so everything. So yeah, because he starts out and you have uh, his dad, which who play who's played by uh, Mike Ditka. No, no, no. no uh, uh, Mike Ditka was in the movie. Though. Mike Ditka was the neighbor of the dad who was, mm, yes, can't dad. remember right now. Oh, um, Robert Duvall? Robert Duvall. Absolutely. Oh, Robert Duvall. He's great. He, and he is like the overbearing-like dad who's like, you're not good enough. Oh, yeah. And, you know, oh, you, you should, you know, come work for me because you're, what you're doing sucks. Right. He's just, and so... Well, Farrell is a great dad, and he's very supportive of his right. kid. And then and he turns into the soccer. Then, dad. He, then all he gets, uh, yeah, he becomes yeah. a soccer coach because nobody else wants to do it. Right, and, they have to cancel and which the is season. totally so he's realistic. Like, yeah, it's dude. like oh, fine, I'll do it, dude. And all the other parents are being at, uh, jerks to him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Which right. is also realistic. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then he, he gets the the dad's neighbor, Mike Dick, could help him out. Yeah. And then they end up. They That's get, funny. Then they start. Yeah. They get some ringers. Yeah. The uh, the Italians and they start winning and become. And then he's like, "Where he's not even playing he, his own kid anymore." The kid's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, 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 ride the pine there, kid. You know, son." And then because right. we're winning, and he's you know, it just becomes a complete jerk. But then in the end, he like he redeems himself. He realizes, "Oh yeah, I'm just I'm just a complete." You know what, kid. man? And I love really some good. Will Ferrell. Yeah, dude. I was just about to so. say, man, Will Ferrell is a good movie dad. Semi-Pro was on right before we I came over love here. Love it. Hilarious. <laughs> oh, I, I think it's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen, dude. And um, yeah, yeah. And that's a, <clears throat> that's a good pick, man. Should I tell you one of the first dates that me and Kim went on? Because um, I'm just me. I, I never put on pretenses. I'm never no. fake or anything. So we, we go. We're driving down the coast to go to see... Um, uh, I mean, to go eat at Spaghetti Factory. Classy. And I, you know, some people put in some like good music. You know, I'm going to impress the girl. Roxy music. I had my uh, semi-pro soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, that's an Andy Wenger move. That right was one there, of the first yeah. things I played for is uh, Love that's Me funny. Sexy by Will Ferrell. Oh, come on, pretty baby. That's a great Love soundtrack. Me sexy. It's got a bunch of great seven, you know, 70 yeah. songs on oh, it. Oh, yeah. That just happens to be the first song on it. It's got Why Can't thing. We Be Friends. Yeah. It's got uh, Roller, Coaster. Yeah, Roller Coaster of Love. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. man, that's great. Um, but anyway, I'm just like, I'm saying that, I, you know, there was we, we knew each other already. So there was none of that, you know, trying to be fake for each other thing. It was like, oh, this is me, you know? Right. Yeah. That's good. Dude, dorky, that, dorky, that dorky, is excellent, man. Well, sexy. she does love you, yeah. and she loves you sexy, Brad. No. Now, <laughs> what is your number one? Because I want to wait to do my number okay, one. Okay, so I might be stealing your number one? I'm still deciding. I don't okay, think you've so, got either so one maybe of my I number won't be stealing. Well, wait a minute. You might have my number one, in which case I've got an alternative. Go ahead. But you can <laughs> comment on your number one of when course, I talk about your of number course. one. Okay, well, like, you know, some of the dads, like we said, Marlon, he's like the ultimate dad. He does everything. He sacrifices everything. He faces his fears for his son. Okay, well, this dad, you know, he kind of messes up a little bit more. But all he really wants, all he's ever wanted was to make up for what he didn't have. He he never had the perfect vacation. He never got to, to experience so. this with his family. So he's overplanned this thing, yep. you know, so hard. He's frantic to have this. He's frantic. He's yeah. desperate to give his family this perfect vacation, whether they right. want it or not. Right. Yes. Yeah. And so Chevy Chase, Clark Dude. W. Griswold... He's been he's been in five vacation movies now because he and even just came in the recent one. Funny to be honest, I, with I wasn't man. the European one. I don't dig as much. Yeah, where the kids were unappealing. Yeah. In oh, the, that was the, with that Audrey the, was just so. Yeah, yeah I know. I don't know. What I know was that was too bad. But but yeah. the first one is oh yeah, but, and, and literally right. my top ten movies of all time. Oh yeah, great, dude. And that's another movie that is funny from the very first oh. minute until the until the end. And like, you know, Chevy Chase, whatever Steve Martin has that makes him a believable good dad, yeah. Chevy Chase has that makes you think he's just kind of a buffoon. Yes. Dude. But he's so well-intentioned, man. He's just trying to make everything better. He's Again, just trying to make everything better. I mean, to think the things that he oh, went through to give D'Angelo. his family this, this perfect vacation. He had to drag a dead ant on the top of the car oh, because he man. was not going to delay his family getting to Wally World. They so he strapped only that old dead days. lady on top of the car and <laughs> oh, drove her and Clark. dumped her, her, dropped her off in the rain at, at uh, oh. the cousin's Dude, house. Beverly D'Angelo. Oh, my God. She's going on my hottest movie moms list. Her best movie moms. There you go. There's a great example. Best two lists. Did. Hottest movie moms and best movie Well, moms. but she's right. Yeah, well, lists. completely different. Well, there you go. Life. European Vacation. What was the name of the... Uh, they got the videotape. Oh, was uh, <laughs> it was sexy housewife. Yeah, sexy yeah, sexy American housewife. housewife. So and she's standing next to the marquee, dude, with a picture of her on it. And I've always loved her as an actress because she's not afraid to just nude up if yeah. she wants to nude up. She yeah. just does it. She looks fantastic. Um, vacation was originally my my number one. That was pick. one of the first ones you mentioned when you were yeah, mentioning that. I mean, and it stuck with me. And I'm like, I had a whole. I like, I could have gone for like. 20 minutes telling you why he was such a great dad right, even though exactly. he was a horrible dad no dude because he's like oh you know russ i'll never forget when my dad shared a beer with me yeah and i thought it was just the neatest thing in the world yeah he takes a little sip yeah and gives it to russ and he just pounds yeah, Andy michael hall just pounds just, the whole thing and you know just kicks back the empty can and just kind of crushes it that is a, that is a great pick he man. walks across the desert like a moron to save right. his family after the car right you know does that leap and it's just those moments like that where like the car does this like 100 foot leap off the dead End road. That's one and of the best movie crashes. Admire how far the car went. Right. <laughs> it's one of the best movie crashes I've ever oh, seen. It, it's a, it is literally like one of my favorite movies of all time. If we were doing a top comedy list, oh yeah. Okay, 
top comedy for sure. Why didn't it make my list? Yeah, why? Bro? What's the problem? It's because he's making these, doing these things. I think he's doing it. To me, it seems like he's doing it. For selfish reasons? For them, for him. It's like the right. for you, for me gift. Like, I want mm. you to have this so I can experience it. Right. No, but, but if right. So anyway, that's, that's explained the, the So he's it. not giving freely is Russ's problem. Russell's you know, very emotional, no, dude. No, but I, I, but I have to explain the, in Christmas vacation when his dad's, you know, when the, the whole family comes over for Christmas. Oh, God. That's a to, funny one. And he's talking to his dad. And his dad, he's, he's like, oh, I just wanted to make it perfect. And he's all, you know, that's it why was, I use little Jack Daniels or whatever. Because it was never right. perfect. He was right. trying to make the perfect thing for his family that he never had because his family things were obviously messed up. Well, it's it's like he was remembering it as messed yeah. up. You know what I mean? And he goes, and the, Dad, how did you get through it? And he goes, there was a lot of help from Jack right, Daniels. Dude. And that's the point, dude, is that a lot of and a lot of people had functioning alcoholic parents, yes. dude. And it's not a big deal if you don't make a big deal about it. And I think that that was the message in that movie. Yes. You know what I mean? Is that parents aren't perfect. Man. And he knew his family needed this because even even when his family was ready to give up, the dead they dropped off the dead ant in the rain. They would had the dog that got dragged behind the car. Oh, yeah. The rest of the family's like, oh, let's just go home. And he, he's he's like, no. Oh, his daughter's smoking. Dude, his daughter's smoking weed. His son just learned to jerk it. Yeah. I mean, he, like <laughs> his luck is so rotten, yeah. dude. And yeah, he basically stands up to his family and tells them they're all effed in the head and they're going to go to Wally World whether they want to or That's not. That's true. He has a freak out on the way to Wally yeah, World. You're going to have so yeah. much bleeping fun. Yeah. You'll be whistling zippy doo dah at your assholes. <laughs> and, My favorite movie scenes ever. Yeah. Like he's so uh, pissed. And, and then, then he goes, he steals, he buys a BB yes, gun. Yes, and then they get to Wally World oh, and it's God. closed. Oh God, you're right, man. Could you imagine right. Disneyland driving yes. across the entire oh, country and having yes, Disneyland yes. be closed? That, I can, I can, because that kind of crap happens to me all the time. <laughs> so right. this. Yeah. This man was willing to sacrifice possibly yeah. going to jail to hold John Candy at gunpoint just so his family could have a good vacation. Ugh. And another thing, like, and this is how giving he is. He even jumps naked into a pool with Christy oh, Brinkley see, so he that's... could order food. Now that's she was another, a swimming dude. waitress. He was ordering food <laughs> for dude, Rusty, now, now, Audrey, and Now Mom. that's another mark against him as a movie dad is that he was having an emotional affair with the True. lady in the red in the Ferrari. Ferrari. It's right. And when you've got Beverly D'Angelo as your wife, I'm not feeling you needing to go somewhere that's else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, however, it's Christy Brinkley naked in a pool. <laughs> okay, all right. Now wait a minute. Brad just brings up a good point. It was Christy Brinkley naked in a pool, dude. And if there's one thing, wait, that's wait, gonna... wait. Christy Brinkley naked in a pool. <laughs> naked in a pool. <laughs> oh. oh, well. So you know. Well, look. I, I'm uh, now. I'm afraid you guys are going to give you know give my number one a hard time. But it seems like you guys want unconditional. What do we want from our dads? We want unconditional love. Financial support if we need it, maybe a little help every now and then, and maybe sometime he's going to come and just save your ass. And so my number one is a very unlikely hero. It is Rodney Dangerfield in Back to School. <laughs> now, why is oh, Rodney God. Dangerfield? Why, explain this one, please, because I'm I'm not feeling I'm not feeling it, man. What's, what's okay? What what is it? Rodney Dangerfield believes his son is on the dive team at right. this college. So he shows up to visit his son dude, and finds out that his son isn't on the dive team. He's a towel boy, right? And everyone throws towels at him. Now, most dads would say, you're no son of mine. 
you're you're some bastard's kid you know what i mean but not rodney dangerfield he's like oh jimmy i thought you were on the dive team and he's like oh no dad like i suck and he's like oh well so we'll get you some coaching you know what i mean and and he holds his and then remember what he did to the apartments to the dorm room for robert downey jr and the kid from christine who i can't remember what his name is well i know he he had a hot tub and and wasn't dude he put a hot tub in it man he was like what do you need not only am i going to make sure you have what you need but i'm going to go to school with you and make sure that things work out for you Dude, and his son has this loser friend, which is Robert Downey Jr., oh, dude. I forgot about him. He's yeah. got, like, blue hair. Uh, one of the reasons I love it is the guy who plays Rodney's valet, dude, is that tough guy who played, uh, I think he played uh, Polly from the Rocky movies, okay. man. Um, and so when you talk about unconditional love from a dad, during that movie, there's so many times when you want to give up on that son for being such a putz, dude. And Rodney won't have it, man. He won't have it. And at the end, his son nails that dive, and so does Rodney. You know what I mean? Rodney nails oh, the most ridiculous what, dive in what, movie what, history. What's the name of that it's dive? It's a triple Lindy, dude. <laughs> and you need three different boards to do it. Yes. Uh, yeah. And his dad was the only one that knew how. Uh, um, big, fat, out-of-shape Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, Look, man. Good. Guys, I'm a Rodney Dangerfield fan. Um, I'm a fan of of a rich dad coming and saving the day, yeah. I guess. And I'm a fan of obnoxious people, dude. And so, <laughs> so Rodney just fits that bill. And he's a melon. Remember, he's like come. He's from this yeah. really, really prominent family in Pennsylvania. It's kind of a rip off of the Carnegies or whatever. Um, but yeah, man, like it or love it, dude. And I would suggest everyone to watch it because it is a dad movie. It's Back to School starring Rodney Dangerfield. That's my number one, buddy. But is he but is he willing to cut down a tree to replace the tree that just burned up in a fire like Chevy Chase would? Is he Chevy, good Chevy Chase like, you burned down my Christmas tree, so I, we need we'll to see that's, we'll see, dude, so that, that's, we'll see, dude, that's the thing, man, is that they've got so is that Rodney Dangerfield has so much money in that movie that he can just buy anything yeah. he and his son needs, yeah. which then you have to deal with the stuff that you can't buy, yeah. right? Like love and all that and trust or whatever. Um, all I know is that over the course of back to school, he tells his son, he loves him like 20 or 30 different times constantly. Jason, yeah. I love you. Let me know what you need. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he's like, dad, leave me alone. And yeah. he's following him around into parties, oh, yeah. hiring awesome bands to play for. You know what I mean? Mm. So yeah, anyway. you, know, you know what? You're winning me over, man. Yeah. I'm I, telling I, I, you, I, man. I'm, it's been too long since I've seen it. Maybe it's why I don't have this uh, recollection. But yeah, as you're saying this, I'm like, yeah. It's funny, it's, man. Yeah. It's funny. And he really sticks his neck out for this kid. And... um Besides, Vacation was my number one, and so yeah. you know now all the cards come out. Th- that was an alternate number one, but I but I'm all right with it, dude. Yeah. I stand by because it was good. it was on my top five for sure. Yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah, and that's it, man. Those are the top five dad movies. Mm. Very good. How do you think? Very good. Well, I, I, I'm stunned. Different list than I'm, I thought. I'm because stunned. You, you guys came out like on our Facebook chat of about like. Commando and Commando did not take it. Taken, the Taken movies are great because they're all about how dads are right and other people are stupid. And I've got a particular set of skills, right? And eventually, the dad has to go in and fix everything after everyone's crying. But Liam Neeson's a great dad as far as he's going to do everything to get his family back. 
but he keeps losing them. He keeps getting his. I remember he keeps I'll cutting these what, movies, Dad. and his family keeps getting kidnapped. And his family, and some of them actually like die yeah. at some point. Like, but the third I've only one, ever seen the first one, and I really liked it. It's I like if he was that great one, of a dad, why don't you, why don't you keep him from getting dad. kidnapped in the first place? Yeah, he was. He was. He was on my you're, short list. Sure. Use your particular you're, set you're of skills to, to protect them before they get to be taken. Yeah, you know, it's like okay, right. So I have to. I have it's to, like the Angela Lansbury of dad. We have a sponsor. Adam, my my son. Oh, he wrote something. He has wrote. He has written down here, and he also has written down Liam Neeson in Taken. Yeah, really. And, Antonio Banderas in Spy Kids. <laughs> wow, dude, um, hey, that's a good one, man. Willow of Good in Willow. From uh, you mean Willow, the little dwarf? Yeah, as a dad? He, he he like left his 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 little right uh, his village to right. uh, re- return the. Yeah. The, I need to the see that movie child again. to the uh, to the uh, humans. I need to, to see humans. that because that's a great movie, man. And then he wrote here Arnold Schwarzenegger in Junior. My nipples are very sensitive, <laughs> but I don't think he has a baby. I think he's just pregnant. But I suppose well, that's he does a have a baby. At well, the in end, him. you know, oh, but right, yeah. Right. So he's. I'd go Commando uh, Arnold over <laughs> Arnold and Junior. <laughs> yeah, man. But, but, but Commando you know what? Arnold went. And he beat up, dude. Killed, I know, mercilessly killed people. I know to get Alyssa Milano back. I know, yes. but when I thought about it, I thought, "Damn, there's just not enough father-daughter stuff in it for me to, in good conscience, call it a right. dad movie." You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but but he was on my honorable mention. Also, George C. Scott in a movie, 1971 movie called Hardcore, dude, where he finds out that his daughter is. Been abducted in Los Angeles, in Bellflower, California, oh, right? and has to come out, and it's a real heartbreaker of a movie. I mean, it's uh, not a comedy; it's the not. opposite of a comedy. Hmm. Yeah, but anyway, those were my honorable mentions. Good. Well, good. I need to get uh, a copy of those so I can post them on superfantasticterrific.com. and uh, so you can see all our top fives. Yeah, and uh, here's a pencil and pen. We can just uh, write down my those right there. And yeah, so uh, thanks for listening. We'll have a uh, another list, another movie, some more uh, some more Star Wars minutes. minutes, and so hopefully, like I said, my my computer has uh, gone kaput. So my I had a Star Wars minute uh, bumper, Clip? like a little thing. You know, well, I was going to even ask you to play the audio of the trailer until you said your computer I was dead, and I was going to like dead. so people could hear it. But yeah, it is unfortunate. That's okay. I'm yeah. furiously scribbling my list down on a scrap of. <laughs> Because your computer's broken. Yeah. We're, we're analog now. Yeah. So check out superfantasticterrific.com for the links and the list of movies. And uh, we'll see you next time see you next here time. on the podcast. Bye-bye. Right.